Today on this podcast, I'm going to share with you two core management practices that as a manager, you should be practicing on a regular basis. I practice these in my own role as a manager, as well as teach them on our management courses. Welcome to the Middle Management Podcast, sponsored by Aptitude Management, an Australian-based corporate training organisation. During this podcast, we discuss everything to do with leading and managing others, from new and seasoned supervisors, frontline management to mid-level leadership, we've got you covered. Your host for today is Colin Dubb. Welcome to episode five of the Middle Management Podcast. I am your host, Colin Dubb. Today, I'm going to be discussing two core management practices. These include conducting one-on-one staff meetings and giving feedback. As per our previous podcasts on how great managers get to know their people better than most, one practice strongly advocated for is the one-on-one meeting. Now, this type of meeting has many benefits to both staff members, the manager, and ultimately the organization. Now, in my role as business manager for Attitude Management, I am regularly conducting staff meetings with my team members. And what I can tell you from personal experience, it makes a big difference in both the rapport and my ability to collaborate with my team. Suggestions for your manager one-on-one. Firstly, meetings should be held a maximum fortnightly apart. However, I personally recommend to hold them weekly. Secondly, these meetings should be at least 30 minutes in length, giving you enough time to get through your objectives. Thirdly, speaking of objectives, I guess your objective is to both build your rapport and relationship with your team member so they feel comfortable with you, as well as create an ability for mutual feedback. And I will discuss that in the next part. The reporting team member, they should get to choose the topic of the meeting and it can be anything work-related or even personal-related. Because remember, although this is in a work atmosphere, what you are essentially trying to do is build a personal relationship with your team members. So my suggestion would be to spend at least 20 minutes focused on them and letting your employee discuss whatever it is that they choose to do so in this meeting. And your role of the manager, it is simply to listen and to take a keen interest and to learn more about your reporting staff member, again, with the aim of building trust and connection. Next, the final 10 minutes of the meeting, this is a great opportunity to be able to give feedback to your direct report, as well as adding any kind of coaching or mini training sessions, if applicable. And these training and coaching and feedback sessions can be anywhere from current events to future goals within the organization. What I would say is it's an opportunity for you to ask your direct report for feedback on how they feel you are as a manager. And a simple dialogue might be something like, I would like to know how you feel about my management style. What do you feel could be improved? Next, meetings should be scheduled at the same time each week. I feel that consistency, whether you're running group meetings, staff meetings, as in sales meetings, usually those are consistent. 
I don't think it should be any different for your one-on-one. I think consistency and predictability builds trust. If you do a good job during these one-on-one meetings, eventually what you hope is that your employee actually begins to look forward to having these meetings with you. It's an opportunity for them to shine and have positive focus placed onto them. I will actually go deeper on how to specifically conduct these one-on-one meetings from setting them up to utilizing a specific dialogue within the meeting and even putting together a plan. Giving constructive feedback. So the older management and leadership texts used to say that whenever giving feedback, you need to compliment someone or something they did first. This was meant to break the ice and ease any tension. However, what tends to happen is that people know they are coming for feedback and they can be so focused on the criticism coming up that they do not actually hear the compliments. And other personality types, I guess like myself, who could be quite direct, might just prefer that you get straight down to business. So again, the reason behind the one-on-ones and everything that we talk about in this podcast, essentially as a manager, is get to know your people. Understand who they are. And importantly, understand how they prefer to receive feedback and you will become very effective at delivering it. So here are some of our best practices for delivering feedback. Firstly, keep the conversation positive. Even when you have to deliver negative feedback or outright bad news, the conversation, it should remain respectful, positive, and preserve the integrity of the people involved. Being positive gets the person into a better frame of mind to hear the other side. Secondly, feedback is agreed upon ahead of time rather than imposed on your direct report. It needs to be appropriate. Let people know that you would like to give them some feedback and what the agenda for the discussion is so they can prepare if needed. So you might say, Jill, in our upcoming one-on-one, when we conduct our feedback during the last 10 minutes, I'd like to discuss something about the meeting that we recently had. Is that okay with you? Again, effective feedback is well-timed. And in general, feedback is most useful at the earliest opportunity after any given behavior. And that does not matter whether it's positive or negative. Next point, feedback should be specific rather than general. So for example, to be told that you are dominating as a personality would not be as useful to be told that, look, just now, Jack, when we were deciding the issue, you did not listen to what others said. And I felt forced to accept your arguments or face attack from you. So what you're essentially doing is you're giving feedback on the observed behavior as opposed to naming a trait. It should be evaluative as opposed to judgmental. So describing one's own reaction leaves the other person free to use that information or not as they see fit. So feedback should be directed toward behavior the receiver can actually do something about. Feedback should take into account the needs of both the giver and receiver of feedback because feedback is destructive when it serves only the giver's needs and fails to consider the needs of the other person. My next suggestion would be to check that your feedback is clear to the receiver. One way of doing this is to have the receiver summarize the feedback in his or her own words, something along the lines of, and I'm going to use Jay's again, Jason. How do you interpret what I've just said to you? Do you agree? What are your thoughts? In a future episode, I'll be breaking it down and giving you the ins and outs of delivering feedback. But at least for now, you can see the importance of this practice. So to recap this episode, 
Conducting manager one-on-one meetings, delivering regular feedback are two management practices that will guarantee you will see yourself improve in your ability to lead and manage others. Thank you for listening today. Your host was Colin Dubb. The content shared is a small example of what we cover in our management courses. Aptitude Management offers both in-person and online courses for individuals or organisations who need team training. Furthermore, all Aptitude courses are conducted through our program framework consisting of workshop booking consultation, trainer-led skills gap analysis, tailored participant training plan, and post-workshop coaching. If you are interested in finding out more, please visit the Aptitude Management website at www.aptitudemanagement.com.au. Stay tuned for our next episode.